Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery Season Two, Episode Three. I am your host, Frank, and I'm Collins here to talk about a bunch of stationery stuff we found on Etsy. Yep, believe this was um, a topic that you wish to discuss since、uh, two weeks ago. So how about、uh, let's get you started. Let's get me started. Okay.、Um, let's see. Oh man, I have so many things I want to talk about. <laughs>、um, I'm not sure which one I want to start with first.、Um, there.、Uh, you know, what, let's go to this one.、Um, I was looking at a bunch of pen stuff, and this one really caught my eye. I'm gonna link it to you right now. Actually, you know, what, I'm not sure if you sent this to me. Which、um, one? I sent it to you. Uh, it's from an Etsy creator called Pens Italy. Oh, this one's definitely not you. You found it. I didn't do anything. Okay, yeah. It um. Th- this guy has a definite style with his pens. Um, but this one in particular, he used stingray, kind of like um, kind of like uh Japanese swords. They use stingray for.、Mm-hmm. Um, their handles, like he used it for the 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 barrel of the pen. It looks really really nice with the blue. Does it provide like similar grip to it, or it looks like I mean, th- it looks like it's a little bit more finished than the Japanese halt, right? The... Oh yeah, of course, of course. That I mean, that part it was meant to grip the、um, the wrapping, the but yeah, but yeah, it looks. Interesting. It has a、uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. It it is pretty in the down, but there there's still a pattern to it. So I think it, it probably still provide a lot more grip than normal than a normal fountain pen. Yeah, I'll see. But the thing about stingray skin is that it's very number one. It's really dry, and if you use enough, it can be it it could cut your skin a lot. So that's why that's actually not a part of the grip. The grip itself is like some kind of metal. Interesting. Okay. I mean, um, but the back area, your your hand's still on it, right? Or I mean, maybe yeah, he、course. he did some finishing on it, so it wouldn't hurt your hand that much anymore. Anyway, so I mean, he smoothed it out a little bit, so it's not like it's not going to like cut your skin a lot. But、okay. I think the color contrast is really interesting. Um. Yeah, I'm looking at his series, and he has some. I would say very bold color contrast compared to normal fountain pen. Yeah, this is definitely、see? a lot. This is not the the Lamy style pens. These are more like the Visconti <laughs> style pens. Yeah, 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 these are a lot more、uh, colorful. Which I guess that makes sense. Visconti's Italian. This guy's from, in theory, Italy. Kind of、yeah. makes sense. Well, the the main the pen is really、uh, pens Italy, so. <laughs> but hey, you never know. Some places they'll use a country, but not actually be from it. Yeah, that's why. That's okay. That's why a little bit concerned when I when I start looking Etsy again. Like it's it's been a while since I've been to Etsy to look at stuff, right? So、mm-hmm. I mean, as you know, like lately, even the stock market kind of reflects this, but like Etsy kind of blew up lately. So yeah. Due to that, there, there, there's a lot of more shops start selling stuff. But I notice a lot of the stuff they look relatively similar. So I wonder if we just <laughs> buy from the same factory and just 
do like a little personal touch up and then call it HMA in certain areas. <laughs> it's kind of like a like an Alibaba kind of thing where like yeah, you, I mean, you take a mass manufactured product that sells for really cheap, you stamp your own little logo on it, and then maybe add、um, something on top of it, but then just call it your own. But yeah, that's what I was, what I was looking through. I was like,、eh, maybe maybe I shouldn't recommend this one. Maybe I shouldn't recommend the other <laughs> one. So. Yeah, I tried. I ran into the same thing where I saw like an Etsy store that was clearly just reselling stuff that was made made in some mass market production thing. Got、um, it. But this one specifically,、uh, this Pens Italy, like they they stood out to me because this guy's clearly making it on his own, and apparently he、um, he runs a silversmith shop in Italy. So, oh, clearly can see the craftsmanship here. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, he does use a lot of、uh, more precious metal. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, compared to your normal, like I can see, like the sterling band and everything. But okay, all right, this is a pretty interesting recommendation. I mean, I there there is the full pen that's all sterling silver, so that one looks、yeah. actually pretty <laughs> nice. I'll be honest, it looks it's pricey, but it looks pretty nice. Yeah, the、uh, all of the pens here are two hundred plus. Yeah. Although none really go past three hundred, so it's like you, you're. It's a very targeted、um, price. Like they're targeting the person who's going to pay somewhere around two hundred dollars. Yeah, and they seem worth it. I wonder why is there a wood on bottom of his、uh, sterling silver pen? I mean,、mm, is it because it's just wood coated in silver, or he just showing a different style? I don't I'm, know. I'm not sure. Oh well, I guess they just like the contrast where you have one part that's made of wood and the other part that's made of silver. No, 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 no. He showed like a full sterling silver one, but then the wood barrel it later. It's okay. I, I'll, I'll dig a little more through it. But yeah, <laughs> this this guy is pretty interesting. Yeah. All right. What do you what would you look up? Well, this one is actually a recommendation based on my own purchase. I mean, I everyone is kind of looking for.、Um, I mean, at, at some point into the fountain pen game, you're probably gonna start looking in notebooks, and、uh, this one is what I found to be one of the most reviewed, and the letter quality seems to be the more consistent ones among the reviews, and I I bought I personally bought two of them from him, her, I don't know, and、uh, the quality is pretty consistent as well. So, it is the.、Uh, The Nook letter, the E N O K L E A T H E R. Oh, you probably need a link. Yeah, I got it. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, they're、so、the he, one that he makes made, a lot of different leather products. A lot of leather products, but I, I mean, you can customize your own color and everything for the Midori Traveler style notebook.、Mm-hmm. And he, she, whatever this shop makes, leather pouches and products for pretty much like. I mean, they even have a leather cover for a writing pad. Okay, so <laughs> pretty much anything the、um, oh, well, that's commonly available,、table. they all have it. Yeah. So in terms of like a general leather shop, I think this is、uh, this will probably take a cake for most people. And I mean, the review is pretty good. This is an old shop, and this is actually one of the very first、uh, leather cover that I bought, and that was oh back in like two thousand eighteen, maybe. Eighteen, nineteen, so it's still going on. Review is still good. So, 
I was trying to remember. I bought an Etsy um, A5 uh journal cover for myself but it didn't turn out really good i don't i don't think it was zenok though like it, it was i feel like zenok. it was a it was someone something else i remember that one is uh, the leather it was really hard yeah i didn't like it yeah it was a shot from hong kong if i recall correctly the one you bought from mm-hmm. yeah that one that one yeah i felt it that leather is it feels like cardboard to be completely honest it was really stiff. I, I I don't think I ever used it really. Yeah, it's really stiff. The Zanok one is pretty nice actually. It's, I think they are visual okay. ten, so yeah, she really soft. So it's like a nice leathers. It's a leather supple leather. I would say, I wouldn't say it's as thick as like rustic cover, rustic leather covers, but mm-hmm. uh, they are they are a good medium between a uh, soft feeling and uh, durability wise. Yeah, and and again, like they seems like it seems like they have a lot of different products. Like they have some pen holders, notebook covers, um, some watch straps for i for i i i watch Apple Watch. Yeah, Apple Watch. Yeah. And this this a lot. <laughs> like he, um, the shop expanded its horizon since the last time I bought it. So there, there's a lot more to buy now. I mean, there's a lot of things that leather can be used for, so that kind of makes sense. Oh, yeah, sense. of course. Yeah. All right. So what was your rec- next recommendation? Okay, this one, um, I just think it's really, really cool. Um, I'll link you. It's another pen, but they also do other things. Tree ring goods. But, so what they do is they have, like, an entire like tree um, stump and they use the um, all of the rings going from the center of the tree out um, to make either their pen or their watch and they stay so specifically interesting yeah so if i specifically i'm talking about the whoops that's not it Um, specifically i'm talking about the anniversary fountain pen where you can see like the they try to label the tree rings to the year that the tree created those rings yeah yeah i saw that one that one looks interesting yeah there's something about that design aesthetic where you're kind of linking the pen to actual history of when the tree was growing during that time um and also you're getting like real wood graining um, and you're actually getting some of the bark too at the very... Uh, I think that you can actually label, if from the look of the laser, you can actually label what time, the, the year that you're actually born. Yeah, that'd be really cool too. Yeah, I mean, hmm. One for Randy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see. But yeah, but like, like, I don't think he enjoyed Fountain Pen that much last time we gave it to him, so you know, <laughs> I had to think of something else. It's okay, but I mean, I think overall the design of the pen, even even beyond just the the wood graining part, like it looks really sharp. Oh yeah, you yeah, I I think this episode you're gonna have many many more unique things than I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did never I never ran across this one, and this is this is rather this is rather interesting and really good looking too yeah and let's see like for 200 dollars, like it, it is on the more expensive side but like there's just something about this design aesthetic that it really speaks to me yeah i i wouldn't disagree with you 
So yeah, tree ring goods, if anyone is looking for just something interesting, just something beyond just like the basic fountain pen. Okay, I guess the next one for me, um, I'm not sure this count as cheating or not, because I think <laughs> a lot of people already know this one. But uh, the Taroko shop, I mean, wait, did you ever buy anything from them before? No, but I'm looking at their A5 cover and I like it. Yeah, they, they have expended to Amazon for a very few of their items. But uh, overall, their main selling point is still on uh, Etsy, I think. And you know what? I feel like you mentioned these guys before when I was talking about the Hobonochi uh, book covers. Did you yes. mention these guys? I, I mentioned them before. I, that's, I, out of all the Tomoe paper ones, he is one of them. Okay. And uh, I think this one, I think he is basing Taiwan. And overall, I've bought many other items from him, and all of them came pretty, all really good quality. And I don't see or uh, feel any defect on them. So overall, I will rec I will I will recommend them quite a bit. And he uh, sell the B grade leather good, in which there's a little bit of uh, defects. And, okay. Uh, yeah. So it's cheaper if you guys want to go for that. And uh, at the same time, I think his Enigma and uh, his normal Taroko, uh, his Enigma A5 is a really, it's really thick. I would say it's a pretty good thickness for just a general overall. And um, it at least I, I I'm not sure it will lay flat completely because I tried it and I felt that the mm -hmm. glue in the back was a little too thick. So it didn't lay completely flat. That's pretty close to it. Yeah, I really I I I'm I'm sorry. Like I'm again just taken away by how much I like the Hobonochi journal cover that they have. <laughs> Like, it seems the, like the uh, leather looks really good. Like, the color, the design itself looks really good. The cover to fit that they have? Yeah. Yeah. I don't need another journal cover, though, but it looks good. And it's only 16 bucks, 18 bucks. It's really late. It's really nice. Yeah, they're, they're leather covered. I think this is pleather, right? I don't think this is actually pure leather. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sure is. it's pleather. Yeah. They, but it looks I, good. I'm be honest. I'm actually looking for a six cover right now, and my current set is for Amidori's uh, paper cover. But we'll see how it goes. The A six is smaller, right? A six is just half the size of A five. Okay. Yeah. So A six is, is definitely smaller. Sorry. Wait. What? Why is it? Why is it A six smaller? Oh. Um, every single time you add a number like A4, A5, A6, you just basically fold the paper by half. Oh, okay. That would explain it. Yeah, basically that's that's how it goes. It, it, it just you just fold the paper by half on the long way and just half and half and half. I don't think there's a I think the biggest is A2 maybe. I'm not sure there's A1. Let me see. Yeah, what is an A1 size? Because that would mean that that was like the size, that was like the original size that they started measuring. Oh, there's from, actually right? A0. Oh, okay. So just plotting. <laughs> it's just plotting size. 33 inch by 46 inch. Okay. Yeah. So just half and half and half and just keep going down. It was A0. Well, you know, in computer science, you always start by counting at zero. But normal math, I don't think it does. <laughs> 
All right. So, oh, by the way, they also sell the uh, the smaller uh, traveler style A5 in um, the Moy paper. So, too, for like so. the Midori travel size notebooks? Yeah, yeah. I think they were one of the very first ones that, uh, that willing to do uh, Tomoe paper as well. So, uh, I shelled yeah. with them for a while. The shipping speed is actually relatively fast, even though it's from Taiwan. I think I got mine four days after watering, which is really surprising. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a little bit slower nowadays, but uh, it's it's your call. Yeah, I mean, I still have a ton of Tomoe paper notebooks to go to burn through, so I don't know. Oh, it'll take me some time. You have you tried the newer version now, the newer Tomoe? The last time I bought Tomoe paper was like maybe four, four or five years ago, maybe. How many did you bought? I. Oh, I got the Hippo Noto, and I had two notebooks from that. Okay. And I haven't used them all yet, so that's why. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm maybe writing too much then. <laughs> um, but uh, Johnny bought a set of uh, new Tomoe, and I just went ahead and bought an A6 from um, uh, Nanami's uh, Amazon shop. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, the new Tomoe is, the 52 gram is interesting. It is definitely a little bit of shame, but I think, I think the new Tomoe may replace the 64 GSM for me because so it is, is less it... crinkling. That's, okay. that's my only issue with the uh, 52 GSM Tomoe. It's just, it was a little bit too crinkling uh, to my taste. And the newer like one thin. solves that issue. Yeah, it's a little bit too, too, too flimsy. Too plastic mm-hmm. and flimsy. But the newer one doesn't have that issue. And the, uh, the cost of a little bit more rough and the, a little bit less sheen. Well, the, the Hippo Noto uh, Tomoe River paper was a lot thicker too. Was it? Yeah. It's well, not no, the wait, same. No, no, no. Um, the Hippo Noto was 64. That's why I bought it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's a 64 version. That They're generally thicker and less sheen as well. I mean, maybe 52 is trying to strike a uh, mid- middle ground between 64, the original 64 and the original 52. Mm-hmm. We can just sell one. Maybe. Maybe that's just a theory, but maybe. Yeah. The, the uh, What's the thinnest one again? 52. 52. 52? 52? Yeah. Yeah, I've used the 52, but it's not really like a daily user paper. I think some people actually do use every day just because they can carry so many pages with you in a same thickness and same uh, weight. That's, I mean, that's fair, but I, I don't yeah. know. I find that it's a little too thin for a daily use notebook paper. <laughs> I just don't find it, um, doesn't dry out fast enough with a really wet ink. That's why I didn't oh, use yeah. Tomoe too much for a, like everywhere, every, everywhere you go paper. I mean, it's a beautiful paper to use once you get a really good ink on it, so... Oh, yeah. Well, yep. All right. Let's move on to the next one. All right. Let's see. Let's pick another one off of here. You know what? Let me talk about... Um, so, let me link to you uh, this one. So, this is... Pray Claris wands. They run a um, kind of like a Harry Potter themed Etsy shop, but 
she also makes handmade um, feather quill pens. All right. So looking at it right now, it has interesting. So basically, the uh, the writing part is actually part of the feather. Yeah. So. So this is a friend of mine. Her name is Miranda. And so what she tells me is that she actually makes these in kind of the old style way of like, you have to cure the feather in such a way that, you know, there's, it's not dirty. Um, and then before, after curing, you have to like carve the nib into the actual uh, base of the feather. I'm looking at how it looks right now, and uh, I, I see what you mean by the nib part. But I'm just curious, like, how durable is this? I mean, I would assume that, like, it's not as durable as a metal pen. But what she tells me is that, like, if it becomes too worn out, mm -hmm. you could just re-carve it into the same feather because you have oh, a okay. large stock into it. Um, supposedly, um, the American founding fathers, like George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, they kept, supposedly they kept like geese and turkeys, like just one on their property just for producing feathers that they can <laughs> just to pluck keep making them? pens out of. Yeah. Oh, man. Interesting. I'm looking at the other, I'm looking at the... Um... Uh, wait, really? It has a wax what? seal, but it's uh, has tape in the back. <laughs> I think it's just for packaging purposes. Uh, yeah, that looks purely for packaging purposes. I I would wish she actually sells the actual wax seal, but uh, actual wax seal that actually seal a, a stamp on it. <laughs> I would much prefer yeah. that instead of the, the melted one. But this, yeah. yeah, this looks interesting. They have a version, she has a version that is uh, with a nib building from the looks of it. That in the... Yeah, so supposedly the, the feathers that you're supposed to use for these pens need to have a specific uh, thickness to the base of the feather. Um, if it's too small, um, the structural integrity of the feather just doesn't hold, so you have to put a metal nib on it. But with these smaller feathers, you can get some like interesting patterns to it. So some people like using those feathers. So you have to put a metal nib on them. Okay. So yeah. you, they so she buys it and then it had to be specially cleaned, basically, and uh, processed to make the those quill pen out of it, basically. Yeah. Let me see. Let's see. It's a, supposedly the best feathers to use are swan, geese, and turkey feathers. So those are the bigger ones that you see that are hand-cut feather quill pens. I'm not sure about turkey, but they all the, the the other two birds are pretty much known as uh, asshole birds. Yeah, she gave uh, me I a small little. Too bad about it. <laughs> she said oh. she gave me a quick demo of um of her carving one of the nibs and she actually used a turkey feather for it okay and the uh the ink it looks like it's made with walnut ink powder so it's yeah made from this walnut. was this was interesting to me because you know we come from the fountain pen world where it's 
you know, fountain pen ink, which is like mostly liquid. And then there's the dip pen world where it's like a thicker ink. Yeah. This the... is supposedly uh, a, a powder that you mix with water to make your ink, but it's dry in the bottle. Interesting because okay, so fountain pen is mostly dyes, right? And then we have the really fine grinded down pigments that at least the one we have nowadays, they're really, really, really fine grinded pigments. And even oh. then that is still really it is dry. Okay, and then you have the dip pen, which is pigment, larger pigment and glitter, plus arabic gum to make the uh the, the action a little bit slower and more sticky. And that's also why you don't use on fountain pens because there's arabic mm -hmm. gum inside. And you have this one that is just three powder? This is what they say on Amazon, which is um, you mix it with a half a cup of water for one teaspoon of mix, but you can increase or decrease the amount of water you add to change the shade of the ink. So are they like iron gal in a sense, uh, like a very traditional iron gal ink? I'm not sure what it's actually made of. It just says walnut ink crystals. I'm not actually sure what it's made of. Let me see. It's made from the green husk surrounding nuts of walnut, the black walnut. Nigra is usually used. The ink may be liquid made of crystals and mixed with water before used. So it is basically directly from walnut. Yeah. Interesting. Basically. Now that reminds me of a squid ink that some people use nowadays as well. But, hmm from stains and darkened paper to make it look older. Okay. Oh, it's often yeah. used by Leonardo da Vinci and... Uh... <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I so guess it must be it, like it, a... Yeah, I guess this one does last a while. I mean, if it can... So it, it's possibly archival quality? Not maybe a little less than archival quality? I mean, I'll be honest, it looks like it's just grinded fine powder. So it's, it's as close to as a pigment as you need it to be. Yeah. Just whether how dark and permanent that darkness is. So yeah, I would assume this archivable quality to it. Yeah, I'm going to get one one of these days and then I'll try it and I'll let you guys know. Um, well, pens? Yeah. Okay. I, I bought a quill pen a long time ago. Um, Randy I think right, mentioned it like during high school that you did. Well, I was a big Harry Potter fan back then, and then Barnes and Nobles had a quill pen. So that I mean, if you that was technically my first uh, uh, NC nibbed. pen. Yes, <laughs> that was my first one. Okay, and so I got it. It, okay, it was a okay. it was a terrible pen, but you know. I got well, it because I of Harry Potter. I think that was really just to sell to, uh, to make some money off of a fandom, but interesting. This, yeah, I, I think the, uh, I'm more fascinated by the ink than the, uh, <laughs> the quote pen itself, to be honest with you, but uh, interesting, interesting. And also yeah. the way that it's carved, I look at the shape of the, uh, the nib, the larger, yeah, I, w I really wonder how many letters can you write using this? Before it's supposedly, supposedly, as she tells me, she hasn't really had a problem with um, daily usage of her feather pens. So 
I don't know. Oh. I mean, this might be something that I would try out as well. I mean, I mean, people used feather pens for a while, so there must have been yeah. some reason for them to do it. Yeah, well, you got a good point. Uh, yeah. Um, well, but I mean, once you get that, it, it and try it, let me know. It obviously can't compete with modern technology, with like gold and steel pen nibs, but. Um, it's yeah, really I mean, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, it's organic materials. I don't imagine you will last as long as a uh, golden fountain pen tip with the uh, whatever. I, I've got the metal already, but iridium? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, iridium. Not iridium. Uh, is it? Yeah. Uh, fountain... I honestly don't remember. It is do, 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 do. iridium. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Iridium. So and I, well, and I also just like the, uh, I also like just the 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 fact that she's making them in like an old style way, kind of like going back to the history of how these quill nibs used to be made. Um, something there's something you know hipster about that that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, it's the same thing as a uh, a fountain pen. We we like the, the all the handcrafting work that goes on with the uh with the hobby in general i would say i mean of course sometimes it may not get as precise as machine but there's a certain charm to it mm -hmm. oh all right talk about and okay the next one is um um let me just group both of them into the same one is um <laughs> Because I honestly think this overlaps a little bit. This one is just pen leather and uh, pen cases from Etsy. I mean, one of them is the uh, Lapis leather. It is a uh, one in Poland. And uh, they made, they're making pretty decently looking leather cases. But I think the most attractive part, in honesty, is their price. Yeah, ten bucks is really cheap. Yeah, for like a actual leather, full grain leather, and this is this is pretty pretty economical. Is it like a hard shell or is it just like a soft leather case? I think this is a soft leather case. Um, the the multi pen one, it is molded on the outside. The leather is molded, but I don't okay. think there's support, at least from the picture that I can tell. Please I mean, I'll be honest, it wrong. looks like the one you have, just different. Yes. Even though my costs a lot more. Well, that's why I recommend yeah. this one, <laughs> because this one is a lot economical. Right, I, this one's 30 bucks, and yours was like above 100, wasn't it? Uh, I think mine cost me like two... Two fifty sterling? Well, I mean, which is like three hundred. <laughs> if you want to make, was... if you want to make it customized to exactly your specifications, that's what you have to pay. Well, okay, my the entire reason why my cost so much was because of the leather, not the leather, the um, Kydex that takes a lot longer and a lot more process to make. And this one, from mm -hmm. the looks of it, is uh, it's just shaped leather. It's um, leather put into a, a wooden uh, uh, wooden doll, and uh, you just kind of uh, wrap the leather around it, let it, let it get wet, and it molds to the shape of the uh, stuff. So you'll get a harder leather, 
but I don't think it is. Yeah, okay, I can tell from now. The insert in the inside is actually harder, and、okay. uh, you can tell that the insert actually bump up the leather. So if a leather is actually structured, then you shouldn't bump it up. So this is okay, just so a it, soft leather case. So it offers you some amount of protection. Some amount. I wouldn't say full amount, but I mean, if there is a leather case when you have like five pens inside it, then you, you should make it structurally slightly stronger than before. Right. You have that, and the next one will be, I would say, life cover. And、uh, the life cover, it is a fully, I would say,、uh, compared to、uh, this is a vegan option. Okay. This like the whole paint, the whole case looks like flannel pattern, and、uh, I actually quite like it quite a bit. It is a very different look compared to the other leather ones out there. Yeah, actually, this this style actually really speaks to me a lot because I like the more. I don't really like a full leathery look. This this I like. Yeah, this is like uh, what what do you call it? I I wish he doesn't have that big a、uh, giant tag, on most of his stuff. But it apparently, it's made of Harris tweed, and maybe I mean that's.、There's... I think that's supposedly like a really good kind of cotton flannel material. Maybe I, I there I of course there's a reason behind it. I just personally don't like tags that much on my stuff. So, <laughs> but I mean, hey, look it. Yes, I mean, you can, you can easily take that tag off. off. Yeah, you can easily cut it off, and he has a lot of options, a lot of colors. It's it's like flannel color stitching, so you have plenty of color to choose from, and looks great to be honest. Did you, you get one? one? I think I'm planning to get a few as gift. Yeah, these look really nice. Yeah, this looks really nice, and they also have the pencil casing it too. So, oh, and,、uh, and you know what I love about this. My ideal pen case has three pens in it, and a lot of these are a three pen holder. Yes, these are all three pen holder and two. So, I think if you wait, judging from the the sales,、uh, the the past sales, the color changes per season. So, oh nice! If you don't have a color that you want, just wait a second, and hopefully something <laughs> something <laughs> that you really like will come out. I wonder if it's like. He just gets a stock of old flannel clothes and just kind of cuts them up. Probably、yeah. not, but I'm just curious. So apparently, that the entire tweed is made by a person. Like,、mm. yeah, it is. Ah,、uh, he made the oh, he made the tweed himself. I think. You know what's interesting? The insides are actually、uh, decorated too. I'm looking at a coin pouch pouch one. Um, the outside is tweed, but the inside has like a nice soft a nice designed soft, cloth、uh, cloth to it, right? Yeah. So, I think that's yeah, nice. I, yeah, I I like this one quite a bit, to be honest with you. But yeah, I might get one myself. And there's a lot of things to choose from too, not just fountain pen covers and stuff. Yeah, there's like little. Uh, coin pouch pouches, wallets, glass cases. Glasses, yeah, so plenty of choose from. All right. Okay, I'm definitely bringing in like the weird or niche pens from Etsy. 
<laughs> and like you're I bringing say, in like the I, I, the the accompanying stuff. Yeah, I, I think yours is a lot more interesting than mine today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, 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 was, I don't mind because I think sometimes my research can be a little bit too focused on certain things. And uh, <laughs> I mean, we all know that. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's see what you think about this. I have no idea what this is. I know that you're, you might be able to give a little bit more of a technical understanding of what we're looking at here. Um, but I think what they're doing is that they're cutting some kind of stone and then using that as the base of the pen. Opomedia writes. Yeah, I'm not sure. He called it meteorites, but I'm not sure exactly. I don't think it's they, a meteorite. I don't think so. It looks like it just risen casted and then he called it whatever. Okay. I think he grinds down the um No. So this because... is um this is be more you. Handmade rings, bespoke personalized gifts from the UK. I'm not sure what the material is made of. It, if I am to take a very wild guess, which I may very well be wrong, it looks like he custom grinded some natural stone material and then he re-resin casted it. Mm. From what I can tell. From what I can tell. He, he, he grind down some gemstone into not tiny ones, but like, larger pieces and then he cast it and so i just sent you one right of now. them i have no idea what this is made of but it's like i i feel like this is like this weird uh new age like crystal oh energy I I kind of pen couple of when i was doing research yesterday too yeah How do you have I, a 23 gold nib, though? Interesting. It may or may not be. I don't know. But it definitely looks interesting. Like, I have no idea what material this is made out of. Like, Okay, Um, to be completely honest with you, it looks like the fountain pen itself is made from a pen kit. A pen kit? Yeah, like a... Uh, a pen kit selling to wood turners and the wood turner just had to make certain parts and then resell it. Yeah, I think if you look at the the base of the pen where it has the little screw, that's that probably makes sense why it looks like that. Yeah, these are I think these are like you, you can tell when when it's kind of bow job, it's like very distinctively two sections. Mm-hmm. So you can tell it's from a pen kit most of the time. And but I mean does I'm not saying that you shouldn't because a lot of times you have your very unique material like this one is from a pen kit. But um I would say it's not my thing, but I would no, it's also not my thing say either. that some people find this very intriguing. I just wonder it's, how does it glow? Like, does it glow by itself, or it has to glow under UV light? It, I mean, maybe, or it's like one of those um, luminescent things where, like, it gets charged by UV uh, UV light, and then yeah. it emanates it for a little bit. 
Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's why it was interesting. Like for me, it was like I don't understand what the material is made of. Okay. Yeah, and there's actually a video of it glowing, so it's not like just a trick. Yeah. So, hmm. I think is he has some luminescent material in the background for it. Yeah. But again, it has like a very weird new agey look to it that it's like, it's not my thing, but it's interesting to me. Why I got feel, I, I would call this like the 80s vibe, if you were to say. 80s vibe? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure uh, if it has an I'm 80s not vibe. Sure, because it sound, some of it sounds a little, feels a little bit too new. But like the luminescent thing, everything it feels like much older. It's weird. It's like a mix of two styles. Yeah. But he does have wow. He he has a lot <laughs> of listings. <laughs> oh my god, he has a lot. Of yeah, listings. there's a lot of things here. I mean, mostly rain, but this is a big listing. Okay, interesting. Well, I'll, we'll post the link so the viewer can go and take a look to see whether that game or not. Yeah. But I will say the material itself is rather unique. Yeah. I, I'd be interested in, in like seeing one in real life just to see like how it actually looks. But at the same time, I feel like if I went into like a, like a travel crystal store, like I could see something pretty similar to this too. So I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so my next one I would say to recommend is the uh I I not necessarily I think a few people already made stuff like this one, but I just find the concept pretty unique. Maybe maybe also unique uh half a year ago because I do see a few people already selling it. It's the fountain pen stand from the uh positive letters. Oh, that's interesting. It's really yeah. smart. It's pretty smart. It's really simple. And it's pretty it's really smart. It is literally just two pieces of leather and then you you <laughs> bend the other leather a certain ways and well poke a hole and now you have a fountain pen. Although they don't show you what it looks like from the profile, which I don't like. I wanna see how it actually looks like. Maybe they don't want to show me because it's just that simple that it's like no, Yeah, I we mean, don't want to show you. No, no, click in. Uh, yeah, he has like from all the other angles okay there we go so there's a hole at the base where the pen sticks into as well so it doesn't slip yeah okay this is positive leathers positive leathers i think there's another seller that makes something similar but wow uh, this pen case is 60 dollars compared to cheap. the other one which was 10 this one's not cheap at all when when is made in very simple process. I'm, I mean, I, I'm. Oh, you mean the single pen one? I thought you're talking yeah, about yeah. the. Uh, okay, yeah, the single pen case is pretty expensive on the. Well, I, I was I wasn't pretty expensive. I would say the sixty dollar pen case is. The other one no, is cheap. It is still it is still the above. I was six sixty bucks. It's still the slightly above the uh, average price I would expect it. Mm-hmm. But the other one is just cheap. The Lepis one yeah. is, is just cheap. Yeah, because you yeah. can get a, a pen case from Fountain uh, Franklin Christoph for like 30, 40 bucks rather than 60. Yeah, so I say the this one is a little bit more on the pricey side, I would say. But um, 
like I said, I found the uh, the pen holder pretty unique. Yeah. I'm not sure if I would be the one, like, I'm not sure if this would work for me. I mean, mainly because I wouldn't store my pens this, this way. way. I would store them nib. I wouldn't store them nib up. Like, if anything, I would store them sideways best or maybe nib down sometimes. Yeah, and um, if you if you store the nib nib down or the cap down, you may get caught in the uh, in the uh, pinhole. So, yeah, that wouldn't really work for me, but it's definitely a nice design. Yeah, it is a interesting design. All right, what do you have next? Any more funky <laughs> stuff? I, I actually kind of I, I kind of want to know what you find out. <laughs> yeah, I found a lot. Um, here's another one where like the material is questionable to me. I don't really know what I'm seeing, so I'm going to let you figure it out. But this is, um, this is an interesting name, Lauren Rance Penery. And I'm specifically looking at either the copper with red patina or Holly Festival one. Like they both look like, uh, like they're made of an interesting material. Like the light plays on it differently than I expected it to, but it looks like it's maybe a resin pen. I've, no, it's just copper. Like it the entire pen is made of copper. Interesting. It is copper, and then I think he aged it, and then he aged it artificially, and then polished it, and then cleaned it up. At least so the entire pen is copper. No, no, the cap is copper. If you look at the description, it looks like just a cap is copper. The cap is copper, okay. The body is a cast aluminum, uh, cast resin to match the uh, cap. Ah, that's why. I should have just read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is... That's an interesting concept of mixed materials. I wouldn't... I would prefer to have the folding copper or the folding <laughs> cast resin, in my opinion. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, because if you're gonna product. make if you're gonna make the resin body match the copper cap, you might as well just make the entire thing copper or I resin. I know that's what I'm thinking. Like, why don't you just make the whole? Th I mean, maybe increase the cost too much. That's what I was thinking. I don't know, but or maybe I would they... rather just. I, I would just rather do the folding and copper, man. Or like maybe they were thinking that you would want to, to use it as an eyedropper, but you can't see through it anyway, so I don't care about using it as an eyedropper. I'm going to use a cartridge anyways, so, or a converter anyways, so just make the entire thing out of copper. Or out of resin either way. I mean, the, his resin is actually not too bad either. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, so... But I mean, there's so many resin pens as it is. I don't hear of a lot of like intricately designed copper caps like that. Like I haven't seen no. anything like that yet. No, I would. I would much more interested in like if he has like one entire pen that's made of copper. To be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, because it's one. not like a straight copper. Yeah, he has. A, oh man. Okay, this one is with the wood finish, fire and ice copper patina, and then he has a. Uh, would end into it yeah he, he does like copper cap but then resin body which is weird yeah but i mean all right it's his his it's his artistical choice mm -hmm. at the end but 
Oh yeah, see there you go. He actually does sell the entire thing out of copper before. Which one? If you look at his salt listing, his reviews. Alright, let me let me scroll down. Sold listings. Maybe I don't know how to use Etsy very well. <laughs> yeah, I said sold listings. I mean, I'm pretty sure like this one is full copper. Besides the ink window, I think. With the uh center thread. Copper with patina? Mm-hmm. Or a nice copper patina. Oh, there it is. Oh yeah, that is a that is that is a copper ba uh, base. Yeah, pad. so I mean, like for that, I would much, in my opinion, I think that will fit better together. That looks so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he did. The, he doesn't do it anymore. But you know what? Whatever. Maybe yeah. maybe he comes back and makes something similar again. I mean, I could understand that this would smell really bad after some use. No, he coated it. Nothing, not that entire thing is coated. Okay, so it means it wouldn't give off the the brassy copper aroma no, with your hands. I don't think so. He, he labeled that is sealed, right? Yeah, polished timber with twenty coat of cyanoacrylic. Okay, yeah, that's basically cyanoacrylic. I think that is just acrylic finishes. The body of the pen is made from alumalite resin with colors added by artists to match the color of patina. <laughs> Sound of acrylic code, that's just super glue. <laughs> you basically put the like, color and coat the thing in super glue, which, I mean, it's, nothing's wrong with it. I mean, it is yeah, yeah. basically acrylic. Super glue is basically acrylic. It's just brittle, which is also acrylic. It's brittle. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that that thing won't smell because completely covered in acrylic. Oh. Man, okay. So this person just needs to make a full copper pen like they used to, and then that'd be great. Yeah. Personally. I mean maybe somebody doesn't 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 want the full copper. Maybe it's too heavy. I don't know. Oh but, yeah, I can kind of see that too. Yeah. I mean I think that may be a reason. Who knows? But we'll see. But then again, some people love heavy pens. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, like, well, because some people really does equal heaviness to quality, so. I mean, that's why the, the, the Jinhao pen just feels like a worthy pen, right? Yeah, but I think the Jinhao pen just add a nut to the end of a pen cap, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not joking. I think that's how they add weight to it. Like just makes it heavier, so it feels like it's worth. Yeah, just of your artificially money. made it heavier. I think that's what uh, Brian showed me a fountain pen made by his uncle or something. Mm -hmm. That's what his uncle did too. He they really had a nut in the end of a pen cap, and to make it feel more heavy. I mean, as long as it feels expensive. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's this one. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I think I got to my last one. I wouldn't go over the pod. Eh, yeah, I won't go over the other one. Uh, my last one for the show will probably is uh, you, you can call it a cop out. I would say <laughs> uh, a cop out. Let's see. Ooh, honestly, he only sells it here, so I think it qualify as a maybe fountain pen. 
a a Etsy shop, but then mm-hmm. he also sells it in the uh, paint shop quite a bit too. Oh, I've seen a couple of his come up on my search. Yeah, so I mean, what okay? What is unique about this one is, um, the Japanese method is you 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 take a chisel to chisel the pen for everything, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what he does is that he takes a uh, acrylic tube or a piece of acrylic that is a pen, and he laser etched it. Hmm. So. And- it is much more precise, and when you laser etch it and code it and re etch it, he can make like, and he powdered it. He he middle powdered the uh, the finishes, and I think he adds more layers to it in some of his pen too. So you you have is a opposite of the traditional Japanese method, I would say, because mm-hmm. the traditional Japanese method is like you have like all the. Um, Hand carve, and sometimes you have the uh, the um, I wouldn't say mistakes, but of course, signature of hand carving stuff, the variants. Yeah, and this is not. This is just laser designed, laser cut, laser print, and then I think the uh, the variant part is probably from him applying a little powder to the pen, but. I'll be honest, like a lot of these looks pretty good. <laughs> Very expensive though. Yes. I, I would not consider this pen as cheap. Yeah, like four hundred four hundred bucks. But I think the four hundred bucks one is because the roll stopper are sterling silver. Oh actually the four okay, okay. I'm sorry. The four hundred seventy ones <laughs> Those are sterling silver. The only four hundred dollar one with a tiny pin stopper. That yeah, that that could be a little bit on the expensive side. But I mean, uh, you definitely see the depth on in the barrel of the pen. Like you can see a couple layers. Yes, he like I said. I think he laser cut several layers and he reapplied them. As well, so that is his uniqueness. And I think that allows him to make something similar to the uh, what's that Japanese style called? The uh, chinken, chinken, chinken style, but in a much more affordable price range <laughs> for normal people. But at the same time, it doesn't have that same look either, or at least it doesn't appear to have the same look. No, it it does not have the uh, it does not have the uh, rusted look of a traditional chinken one, because like the traditional version, you have all the uh, the little uh, carved scars, I would say, around the edges that you can tell that it's hand carved, and this mm. one because laser, so precise, super precise, super precise. <laughs> I mean, if you looked at it, you can see like the little details on each petal flower, so. Is the it's definitely the opposite of traditional method. Looks nice. Whether though. it is your style or not, I'm not sure. But uh, personally, I think it is relatively unique to bring up. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not something 
I would gravitate towards, but it's definitely cool. Yeah, I think like uh, it would be really neat, neat to see in like a. It would be really neat to see this in like a pen show, and like to see it up front, and like see how light plays on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the I will say you want to see the multi layer one, the single layer one that doesn't look. Uh, Actually, I saw the uh, single layer one in person, like the uh, the Sakura one. At least when he first started making it, and uh, basically you see why it is. Like maybe he started doing it several layers now, so it may look different but back so when... it's interesting so the one there's he's selling a handmade kimono pen wrap mm -hmm. okay so there's one there that has the sakura blossoms that looks so good that's one of his first ones yeah i mean that one i like <laughs> actually i like both of those too the other one looks like it's a uh, it's a uh, leaf. like a leaves yeah. blowing in the wind that has like a deep blue his very first ones i think i mean geez his first two look amazing <laughs> <laughs> I, I like those i think he may uh mm, i mean i'm not sure he takes custom orders but you can always email him requested maybe yeah those look really good i would i would i would uh, hmm. If you I'm go kind of to his uh, website, uh huh. Here we go. Let me let me tell you. I will say go down to there's a date. Go to November twenty fifth, eighteen, and also September twenty sixth, eighteenth. Oh wow, he's got a full list of them. I see. Yeah. Oh, there it is. That is a fancy roll stop. <laughs> <laughs> he's got three tiers too there's the small tier the middle tier and the super extravagant tier oh yeah oh i should only show you is the uh yeah that was the uh, number eight nib man the number sakura green nib. with number eight 18k gold nib Look oh my it. goodness right wait maybe you have maybe you have to link me which one He no longer accepts custom order at this time, man. Yep, no longer, no more custom orders from the guy. But let me link to you. Oh wow, jeez, that's right? um, that looks really good. I I don't know the ones that he's got in Etsy are okay or maybe the photo the photos they have he has on etsy just don't look because the the sea turtle one looks much better on his website than on etsy itself i think the sea turtle one is like a profession more more professional slash timed but uh, even the sea turtle yeah. one looks better here than on etsy different photographer maybe one of them he he just made it and he no no it's a similar setting i don't know honestly i don't I know think, what happened I think it's just the color or like the way it was uploaded just doesn't look as good. Yeah. Um, but man, his original ones, the ginkgo blue, I really like that one. Yeah. So that is the 1811, well, not 1811, 18111 shop. Yo, okay. Yeah. This one, I really like this one. Now, now that I'm seeing the ones that he used to make, I really like. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay i gotta save this this looks really good 
Yeah. And he only sells in Etsy, so I, I <laughs> guess I consider they as a Etsy store. Are stores. they one-offs? Are they one-offs or are there multiple in the line? You used to be able to request them. I guess now he got too popular, so he just sells whatever he makes. So now it just one-offs. Hmm. Okay. Good to know. I'll have to yeah. watch this. And just just hawk his uh, hawk his store <laughs> and see whenever he posts something that you like. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird because his website doesn't. Oh, there we go. He show you can you can see his previous listings. Actually, in fact, dude, the Sakura one. Was just sold out recently. Oh, really? So it's like he had some available. Yeah, people just buy some. And the the yeah the the roll stop is definitely fancy. You have the uh, tree bark with the. I think that is sterling silver, by the way. Oh yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, there are multiple in a line, so you can. It's not just one. Yeah, I think he made like those are three, but three in three different roll stops, two different roll stops. And so it's not that it's not that um, it's not that he stopped making them. It's just that he he sold out on all the really good looking ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. That is so nice. Okay, yeah, I I really like this one. Well, I guess I'm very glad you like one of them. <laughs> Will I get one? Uh, we'll see. This is still kind of pricey for me at the moment, but you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Well, no, there's I nothing know. I want right now, so we'll have to wait. Knowing your finances, you'll be fine. <laughs> All right. I don't really have another one I would really put out there. There are other ones that are just kind of like um, good metal turning ones, but nothing that really stands out to. Uh, like the ones that we shared earlier. Okay. Yeah, but but I mean, Etsy has a lot of stuff to go through. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Probably about to wrap it up. And I think the biggest thing about Etsy for me, and maybe for a lot of people, is Etsy shop. Like a lot of times, when the uh the owner, the seller gets too popular, too much demand, they stop taking custom orders. Mm-hmm. But when they are still small, I think that is when you have your best chance to request custom orders from them. Yeah, and uh, some of a lot, a lot of my stuff is requested before they took off. <laughs> <laughs> so get them before they're popular, so get that you can get in your custom orders. There's a sweet spot in which they. They have more experience, but did not blow up yet, and you can still got time to customize stuff. I mean, um, I have the uh, the laser cutter one that I don't know why the seller disappeared on Etsy now. He still has his website up. Actually, his website is also down. Um, mm-hmm. it's the laser cutted leather for my A five, my own A six notebook. So that's something that I can request it as well. I also had requested some made for my um, EDC pouches. Mm-hmm. And uh, even, oh, my um, my leather messenger bag. 
Oh, yeah. It was actually an Etsy shop as well. Uh, maybe they still have it on Etsy. I'm not sure. Let me see. Yes, it is still on Etsy. They did not close their Etsy shop, but they have official. They have official website now. Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the one I have. So. Oof, that is a pricey. I guess it's like made of. Like all, it's made of like full leather, so I, I guess leather. that would be completely full grain horring leather. And horring leather is known to be fairly pricey on a lot of yeah. inside the brittle horring leather. So you have oh. a entire messenger bag for six hundred bucks. I'm like, whoa! All right. Yeah, it's it is full leather. So that thing is, and also I think for them is, if you actually get a your your bag too scuffed up. Where like someone punch a hole through it, or some, uh, in worst case scenario, someone try to cut through your wall to get your cut through your um back to get through some stuff. They can actually replace the uh, leather panels for you. Oh wow, that's good. Yeah, the well, I'm not, I'm not sure now anytime, but the owner used to be able to take it in and they will actually do the repair on your back for you. Of course, at the at a reasonable price, but yeah, I mean. Um, I'll be completely honest with you. Try not to get the uh similar to mine, which is uh the magnet. Oh uh, no, I wouldn't get a. I don't know. Like I can't get. I can't wear side bags anymore. Oh really? Yeah, I just find it, you... it 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 the asymmetry of wearing too much stuff on a side bag just kind of like twerks your back too much. I prefer if I'm gonna carry something, it's just backpack now. Oh okay, I I just don't like the fact that backpack makes your back it's hard to breathe in the back. So I much prefer side backs. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's, fair. that's yeah, that's personal opinions. But yeah, so that one used to be Etsy too. So I think for for a lot of stuff that uh, you guys, that people want to buy, just don't be afraid and uh, if email the seller man a lot of times i think <laughs> for etsy is half of the fun is to to request and see what you can get away with in terms of customability <laughs> to become i like how you i like how you put it as not see how you can customize what you can get it's like see what you can get away with <laughs> yes to see how far how far envelope we can push before the seller say no i'm not doing that <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I think that is part of a charm for uh, trying to shop on Etsy is uh, you find a uh, seller with a uh, craftsmanship that is to your standard, to your liking. And then maybe perhaps if they still take custom orders, request something from them. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. So. Yeah. I'm definitely going to go and try out the uh, the Prey Claris Wands um, feather quill pen nib. Just because it's like, it's really cheap entry, right? Like, what was it, like 25 bucks? Yeah. 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 And I'll let you know how that ink works out. I think they're both 25 bucks, both the uh, the big feather one and the one with the uh, dip pen nib. So, you were drawing, I was saying, and let me know. It seems pretty interesting. I just, hmm. 
we'll t- yeah. I'll have to test out the durability. Well, maybe I'll like write something every day, and we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah, and and seriously curious about durability of it. Hmm. Was do you know? Did she ever mention that the uh, the the actual writing part was treated, or is just whatever they clean and they use? So um, let me see if I can look up where did I put it. Where did I put my chat window? But basically what she does is she cleans it and then like the 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 base of the feather itself has like a like some like membrane or coating on it that has to be scraped mm-hmm. off, right? Which yeah, will get in the way of the writing. The right. Right. And it has oils on it, right? So yeah. the ink probably won't stick to that. Okay, so it's just like all the natural stem that's brought directly from the uh, birds and uh, just use it to write. Interesting. Yeah, and, and apparently the curing part, you have to like soak it overnight in water, plunge it into hot sand. It's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that, that sounds interesting too. Hmm. Yeah, so there's a, it's a multi-step process in making, in making and preparing the feather. So, yeah. Okay, well, let me know how it feels. Yeah, I will. I mean, I hope this one is going to be a much better quality than your uh, Mars Novel one, so. Oh, no, that was shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was crap. All right, then. Okay, I think we should be finishing wrapping up for the rest of the day, for the rest of the show. Do you have any ending statement you wanted to say before we close off? Not really. Um, I just find that like there's so many interesting uh, custom products on Etsy that it's like it it it's easy to just go with the Lammies and the Pilots, but like there's a lot of interesting stuff that people are making. So yeah, I think Etsy really blew up recently. I I, I was looking for to try to find a, a glass fountain pen, and oh wow, there's a lot on the Etsy shop now. So I I couldn't even find time to find one that I actually <laughs> really like. But I think yeah. the one I like the most so far is still one from Winter. But uh, that's a different mm-hmm. topic. We'll talk about it later as well. Yeah. So, all right then. All right. And uh, I guess this is it for our episode three. And uh, I will speak to you later then. Yeah. Talk to you later, man. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Bye.